I will release one single every hour until my demands are met. Hello, and welcome to the EuroWhat, episode number 137 for the week of December 21st, 2021. I'm Ben Smith, and I'm joined today by Mike McComb. Hey, Mike. Hello. We are a pair of Americans trying to make sense of the Eurovision Song Contest, and this week we'll be catching up with the Eurovision class of 2021. Uh, How's it going, Mike? It's going well. I can't believe that we are at the end of December. Where? How did that happen? How? Yeah. And how is there so much news in December? Like, we've we've had to revise our planning document so many times in the last two weeks that it's like, but no, like, there's too much stuff. Like, I mean, on the plus side, when we're back in a couple of weeks, like, we're just going to have the slate picked out. We're just going to have to just just take a much easier approach to, like, re-reviewing things. It's just going to be done. We're at two songs selected so far by January 1st. I expect the other 39 to be uh, be ready to go. So (laughs) yeah, just everyone is very excited. And so are we, if we're being honest. Mm -hmm. We do have our second song for next year's contest. Uh, Czech Republic held their online national selection uh, over the last couple of weeks. And the winner of that are the band We Are Domi with the song Lights Off. So we are Domi uh, are an electric pop band that uh, originated from the UK, uh, but they are now based in Prague. Ben, did you get a chance to listen to the entries or vote in the Czech process? I both listened to all the entries and I voted in the Czech process. We Are Domi was like up there for me. I ended up voting for what came in last place, uh, the Valentine's Day or Go, which had big 1975 vibes for me. Mm. We Are Domi were in it for me, too. Uh, They were in the three that I was considering. I did like the Valentines. They reminded me a little bit too much of Lake Malawi. Oh, uh, yeah, I can, see, I can see that. Yeah, not wanting to repeat yourself. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought the entire slate, like Czech Republic, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were kind of spoiled for choice and they had a lot of different options. Going through all the songs was, was like getting like a very solid mixtape from a friend. This one was in my top three of like either interesting or good choices. I think this one might have been the safest of the three. Rewatching the voting on this was it was like kind of all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, like there did not seem to be really any sort of consensus about any of the entries among the three different uh, voting pools. So it was 50% jury vote, 25% Czech public vote, and 25% international public vote. Like you might have two out of the three agreeing on general placement of things, but there was not agreement across the board. There was there no. was no tens across the board. So <laughs> I like the general idea of this one. Like it maybe it, I agree with you that it feels like a safe choice. Mm hmm. They're doing some fun electro stuff, but it feels like it could easily slot into like a Spotify playlist where I'm not really paying attention. Mm, interesting. Although I will say uh, the word peripheral just immediately yanks me out of absentmindedly vibing to this. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It just feels like a weird word to use. 
I think that's going to be one of the interesting things about the process being so early this year is that they have a lot of time to fine tune things. Uh, and that was that was the interesting part about uh, this year's online selection. They all did versions of what a live on tape performance could look like. And I think there were some interesting ideas with this one. Like they had the sort of violin guitar combo instrument thing or playing of the yeah like using yeah, a bow like, to yeah, play just like a guitar. playing a guitar or bass with the bow of a, of a string instrument yeah so like that that's visually interesting they've got like some some great miming of playing the keyboards going on i like it but like it feels it feels like a it feels like a safer choice which is not a bad thing mm-hmm. and like again it's like the second song we've had i need to see what the rest of the field ends up looking like to know how i feel about this one because right now i'm feeling very positive about it but it also feels like it could be middle of the pack by the time we have all of the other 30 something songs to come true true but as of right now it is in my top two so <laughs> yes <laughs> i have made the video so <laughs> i am uploading the video to youtube my top two for eurovision 2022 the Netherlands also jumping on the announcement bandwagon. Uh, they ha- they are going to be sending S10, who is an art pop artist slash rapper. Ex- in exciting news, they're going to be performing in Dutch next year. Yeah, like that. It's been over ten years since they've performed in Dutch. Yeah, not since Ik Ben Verliefd. Oh, your favorite? Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> yes. Oh man, no. I was I was showing a friend. We were going back over uh, the 2004 contest from Eurovision again, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, this is the last time the Dutch were, were in the final until recently. Here's one of the things they sent, knowing that my friend is also someone who is learning Dutch. I'm just like, they sent this, and it did not go well. Well, and also, we talked about it recently, uh, <laughs> of this that one being a process. One thing that's very fun about, speaking of learning Dutch, is that uh, so S10 is Steen den Hollander, and that's S and the Dutch word for 10. I get Dutch jokes now. I'm very excited. Yeah. Well, it's, it, well, it's more It's more of, it's like I get Dutch wordplay now, which yes. as someone who enjoys wordplay makes me very happy. Yes, puns, we do love them. So, And like, also, I listened to the song that was provided in the press release for S10's announcement. I liked that as well. I'm very intrigued to see what, what the Netherlands does next year. The the way that their process has changed is talking about their history in the contest. They're they're making interesting choices, and I really really like seeing what they're doing. Greece has also announced who their artist will be. Uh, they have selected Amanda Tenfjord, and if she sounds familiar, it's because Ben has mentioned her on the show before. Yeah, I was blown away to see her get announced for Greece because I had seen her at Iceland Airwaves a couple years ago. And if you listen to our episode 66, uh, about 27 minutes into that episode, I talk about how Amanda Tenfjord was doing a very interesting form of Nordic pop that I wanted to see in the competition. And we're going to get that next year for Greece. Yay! I did not realize she was a Greek-born artist, but uh, she moved to Tenfjord in Norway. That's where she gets her stage name from. And she's going to be the Greek entry for next year. Uh, And in terms of performing bona fides, again, she's performed at festivals like Iceland Airwaves. Her most recent album was Top 10 in Norway for a number of weeks. And Troubled Water, uh, a song that I very much remember from her set, was featured in the Netflix series Spinning Out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, this this field's already shaping up to be really interesting, and uh, I don't know the the fact that we've already kind of got the jump on one of the artists. Yeah, I'm oh, just that's so cool. So. I mean, I'm just, like, <laughs> I just find that trip so funny because like I I was who's going to be like the Icelandic entry that comes out of this, mm-hmm. uh, and 
Amanda Tenfjord representing Greece two years later, but also completely missing Dothy for a set that year. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I could have seen him beforehand. Anyways, uh, oh. yeah, no, the, the 2019 uh, Iceland Airwaves, a surprisingly fertile ground for Eurovision representatives. Excellent. Moving on to the processes. Uh, lo- lots of movement there in terms of logistics, and we love logistics on the Eurowhat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lithuania has announced their lineup for Pabandam is now yo. 36 artists will be competing over six weeks. So it'll be uh, starting January 8th with uh, three qualifying heats, two semifinals, and a final. So pretty much the same format that they've used the last couple of years. And this year's field includes uh, four Eurovision alumni. Lots of other great names we have seen from past Babonimus now, yes. Lolita Zero, very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is the one that Twitter got very excited about was like more Lolita Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gibrasi is back, I believe. Uh, no Gabrielius Vangelis, uh, who is taking a year off to figure out a fun new wardrobe thing to do. Oh, I hope so. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want a statement hat. Yeah. Well, he has to grow grow his hair out again. Yeah. Like, yeah, yes. he cut, yes. cut it last year. So like that, that takes time. So. <laughs> and then also no twosome, but oh, well. I don't know if you could have twosome and Lolita Zero in the same year. Like that, <laughs> yes, that, that yeah. seems like too much. So yeah, they did, yes, yeah, boundaries. <laughs> um, and then the details for Benny Dorm are sort of taking shape, and that's going to be a fun one to watch. I think uh, it's going to have fourteen songs competing, including one by Azucar Moreno from nineteen ninety among the competitors. Yes, I'm very excited about this process. I, I'm I, I'm hoping that this will turn to Spain's fortunes around at Eurovision. I guess we'll know for certain uh, on Thursday, because that's when the songs are dropping. Exciting. An early Christmas present for us. Yay. Uh, uh, and then uh, Australia Decides has completed its lineup for the most part. Uh, they uh, have their 10 artists announced. Uh, but then they're also doing a wild card that is based on TikTok. So somebody uh, will be able to submit an entry from TikTok and get selected to be like an 11th competitor wild card. Uh, we'll see how that goes. The part of me that is like just thinking of who am I aware of who's doing very hot on TikTok in Australia right now? And I'm just like, send Tommy Cardi, make Tommy Cardi write a Eurovision song. If they want to do like a comedy entry, I feel like he would do a fun one. It feels like it's early in Australia's yeah, yeah. tenure to to do something like that. But yeah. I don't know. Like, it could work. Uh, and then uh, performing at Australia Decides will be Keino. They are going to be going on tour in Australia in February and early March, I believe. And yeah, so they will be uh, the guest performer uh, during the interval. So like as long as they're in town. Exactly. Yeah. They, they have a huge following in Australia. So go, go where the following is. Uh, and then... Festival Ikengas is here. Well, well, not here, here. It's here next week. Yes. Uh, all 20 acts perform on Monday. Tuesday will be a retrospective looking back at 60 years of, of Festival Ikengas. If you'd like to celebrate, why not celebrate by listening to episode 99 of our show where we talk about its very intriguing history. Hopefully it won't be getting like too into the weeds of that because, man, it, 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 it gets a little dark. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah they're, they're probably going to have some fun montages that skip over other parts of things. Yeah. Uh, and then the final will be on Wednesday and we will have a third entry. Or on the other hand, given given the schedule, we'll have a 17th entry. You know, if everything is selected by, well, we, we know that some of the processes are going to go into March. But if we have like more than half done 
before 2022 actually starts, that might not be the worst thing. But <laughs> <laughs> So since there is a ton of stuff uh, that is happening in the coming weeks and you may want to watch some of it, uh, we have a calendar, our Euro What's On calendar, uh, that you can find at eurowhat.com slash watch. There's also information there about uh, how to watch these various shows. Uh, you shouldn't need to go on the dark web. You probably won't need a VPN. A lot of these are on publicly accessible websites. Uh, but yeah, uh, check it out. And you can add that calendar to your uh, personal calendar. It's a Google calendar. Uh, super, super handy. Be sure to check that out. If you have an Apple TV, you can download so many apps for mm -hmm. your Apple TV and just click over to Europe every week. It's great. Uh, in other Eurovision news, uh, they found a clip from 1964. I had not realized that 1964 was considered a lost year, but we have found a clip. Someone has posted it on Reddit, and it is the winner performing the reprise of Non Oleta. Yeah, it was a really well-preserved clip, I, I thought. Uh, it was posted by a Reddit user, uh, D-Y-L-C-W-S. And yeah, apparently uh, this user had been contacting all of the uh, broadcasters that had participated in that contest to try to track down any sort of footage. And yeah, the Finnish broadcaster, YLE, they unearthed it somewhere and got it digitized and on the interwebs. The history of early television is so interesting because we didn't think we thought it was going to be a very ephemeral thing. So we didn't save a lot of stuff. Yeah. Or like a lot of stuff just got taped over. As someone who studies television history, it's just like, oh, that's so painful <laughs> uh, to, to, to just think that all of that material is just does, does not exist anymore. But yeah, just finding the little bits and pieces and especially like now that we're in this era of Eurovision again and like some of those Eurovision agains have been assembled by like taking, oh, well, Norway had a little bit of this and the BBC had a little bit of that and combining it into a single production. It's like, wow, like this is... Ugh. Preserve yeah. your archives, folks. So <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And then uh, it's time for our, our favorite new check-in, which I've I've come up with a fun new name. Uh, Italians, cover your ears. Uh, hey, cosa sta facendo monoskin? What are our friends? I, yeah, I, th yeah, I think yeah. Duolingo would give you a thumbs up on that uh -huh. one. I, I feel like I would yeah. get the green check mark. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Bradley. Uh but, <laughs> but, but just like... Uh, like, what are our friends in, Mon in Monoskin up to this week? They've got quite a bit going on uh, with the end of the year. Uh, a lot of guest performances. Um, Began was, oh, wait, was it Began or was it I Want to Be Your Slave? Uh, NME, uh, the uh, music publisher, uh, included uh, Monoskin on their 50 best songs of 2021. I want to be your slave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which also got nominated for a Brit Award, which is like, a pretty big deal. Uh, Moneskin were nominated for International Group of the Year, along with ABBA. So 40% <laughs> Eurovision representation there. That's impressive. Uh, and then uh, International Song of the Year for I Want to Be Your Slave. They are one of 15 nominees. This coming Brit Awards is going to be different because they got rid of all of the gendered categories. The main thing I remember about that is is Brian May of Queen rising up to just to just say a thing that he didn't have to say. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, fifteen nominees, so big field there. But yeah, like they're doing stuff. Yes, yes, and uh, in terms of guest performances, uh, they were at the YouTube Streamy Awards, uh, kind kind of a hooey event. It, it sounds like, but 
they will also be performing on New Year's Rocking Eve, uh, which is definitely a Hooey event. So are they who's now? I are don't they know. Now? Yeah, so. the jury is out. We have we have called the Who Weekly Hotline. We will we will we will report back. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, yeah, that's a pretty impressive lineup. And yeah, they just keep getting these like national like broadcasts, uh, at least here in the U.S. So yeah, they're having a good year. They're having they're, a very they, good uh, year. Yeah, I saw on Twitter that they were kind of posting a summary of like all of the cool stuff that they've been able to do, and like they are just I don't know, they're such good kids. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm so happy for them. So. <laughs> Yeah, and like w- with that in mind, like it like it felt like a nice time to like we've spent sort of our second half of the year talking about various Eurovision topics. So it's like a nice time to sort of circle back and see how everybody how everybody's year has gone. Fire up Pachelbel's Canon in D and pass out some diplomas, as it were. Yeah, doing that part of like the end of an '80s action movie where you have like a slow pan over the crowd, freeze framing on each person, and finding out what what happened to them. Yes, yeah, uh, or or like at the end of Bake Off, where it's just like, oh, they all got together and had a picnic. Oh. <laughs> yes, that, yes, there we go. That's the, that's the metaphor. It's just yeah. like the the end of Bake Off. Well, just kind of go through the running order uh, as it existed in the show. So, uh, kicking off with the first semifinal. Uh, the group, uh, they uh, released some new music and they were. It, there was a lot of speculation on whether they were going to be part of the next series of Papandam is Now Yo. And they posted on their website that they wanted to share some of our experience with new participants. It's not only the song that matters here, but also the way you present it. The image must match the music. It can be a simple piece of clothing with a messy pigtail or lots of dancing or fireworks. Don't jumble everything together. Just feel what you want to say and stay on that path. Don't think about it being Eurovision-ish. There's no such standard anymore. Eurovision is not a goal, but a wonderful beginning. So don't let your hands down no matter how you are doing. Uh, So yeah, I think that's some really good advice for next year's representative, not just for Lithuania, but for everybody at Eurovision. Slovenia, Anna Soklic, uh, she performed at Slovenian Week in Brussels last month, uh, which was an EU-sponsored event uh, celebrating the 30th anniversary of Slovenia's independence. And uh, Maniza from Russia uh, created a performance for the Medusa Festival, which was in support of independent media in Russia. So definitely staying on brand. Yes, uh, very on brand for her. Yes. Uh, so Sweden, Tusa, re- has released a couple of singles. He's still modeling for H&M, and he recorded the Swedish version of Disney's Love Runs Deeper ad for Christmas this year. Montaigne from Australia, I think most notably, has the new theme song for My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is fantastic. And that happened before Eurovision this year. It's like that debuted, and now there's like a full version of the song, which mm. is very fun. And like, she's definitely leaned in on like the internet sort of things, which I think that was what really appealed to me about her as a performer. Speaking of Tommy Cardi, who I mentioned earlier, she did a song with him that was a lot of fun. And then she also compiled a list of the funniest clips she's seen on the internet for The Guardian. Uh, and then Vasil from North Macedonia performed at Pride in Bulgaria. Woo! Yeah, and was part of the creative team for Bulgaria's Junior Eurovision entry. Ireland, uh, Leslie Roy has been on tour with Boys Life, uh, which is a super group of uh, one of the guys from Boyzone and one of the guys from Westlife. And yeah, they've been on tour across the UK and Ireland. Uh, from Cyprus, uh, Elena Tsagrinu, uh, she signed a global record deal with Sony, and she was a contestant on Greece's version of Dancing with the Stars, and unfortunately she got knocked out in week five. Uh, no mention of how her relationship with El Diablo is doing. 
Uh, no, no, I, I could I could not find anything in that particular Google search. So. <laughs> Tix uh, from Norway, uh, he released two singles that went to number one and number three on the Norwegian charts. So he's doing fine. And he also wrote a children's book based on the story behind Fallen Angel. So I think that's a pretty cool cross-promo mm-hmm. uh, opportunity. Yeah. Uh, in Croatia, Albina's follow-up single reached number two. Very exciting. Uh, Hoover Phonic in Belgium are on tour in support of their 25th anniversary as a group. And Eden Lane will be doing a gig with Netta at the end of the month for Israel. Uh, Roxen uh, from Romania came out as non-binary on TikTok over the summer. So uh, congratulations to them. Uh, Effendi, um, we weren't really able to find anything. Uh, I presume she's still performing. Uh, her Instagram had uh, a lot of kind of Instagram influencer uh, type posts, uh, including an ad for a uh, for an energy drink. She seems fine. So mm-hmm. uh, she seems fine. She's doing the influencer thing. We love it. Yes. Uh, Goa from Ukraine. Uh, they had some success on the Billboard charts. Right after Eurovision, uh, Shum reached number 80 on the global excluding U.S. singles chart and was the first Ukrainian language song to do that. So uh, congratulations there. Uh, they also hit number 27 on the Hot Dance Electronic chart and the number and number 12 on Dance Electronic Digital Song Sales. They're trying to tour. They're just running into a lot of snags with the way that we're all hitting snags with travel uh, and live performances right now. Still waiting for them to show up in my Chicago Google Alerts. Uh, I was so. about to say, Mike, the, <laughs> the second you find out about Chicago tour dates for, for Goa, mm-hmm. you, were, yeah. you were to let me know. <laughs> to close out semifinal one, uh, Malta. Uh, this one is less about Destiny and more about Malta, is that the Maltese broadcaster has been cleared of allegations of misappropriating funds in support of their entry. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! We looked through that paperwork. It's fine. We look forward to seeing what they do next year. Okay, so let's talk about semifinal two. Uh, Sanine is having a real good year for San Marino. Like She got a remix with Steve Aoki of Ad- Adrenalina. You heard Adrenalina in your gym. Yep. <laughs> My husband heard it first and he was like, oh yeah, did you hear it in the mix today? It's like, oh no, we were listening to a different mix. But uh, yeah, about a week and a half ago, uh, it was... I was having a really good workout, but we have we're still we still have local mask mandates, so nobody was able to see me sing along. So, mm. <laughs> and then she is also there's also been like a viral campaign to get her to host Eurovision 2022, which I feel like that's the wrong goal. She should be hosting the Green Room. Yes, yes. If she is next year's Nikki Tutorials, if Nikki Tutorials is not available to do it next year, I think Sunit would be a fine substitute. Sunit Sunit would be great. Like, yes. just let, let Sunit, give Sunit a microphone, let her ask questions. Yes. Um, and then Estonia, Ukusuviste, uh, hosted one of the Este Lao quarterfinals and appeared in the video for one of the entries. So he's doing fine. I wasn't worried about him. Uh, no, he's, no. <laughs> he's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, in the Czech Republic, uh, Benny Cristo, uh, he recorded the Czech version of Disney's <laughs> Love, Run Deeper, Love Runs Deeper Christmas ad, uh, which I guess is a... Th- thing like it was at least presented as like oh yeah it's disney's christmas ad it's like okay i okay so but it's uh for a fundraiser single uh, i think it benefits uh the make-a-wish foundation so that's 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 pretty cool mm-hmm. in greece uh stefania she performed at mad walk uh which is a major annual fashion music show so like that that's a pretty big gig so uh congratulations yes. on that she, she performed her new single between two pairs of swatches. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. 
uh, Vincent Brano in uh, from Austria. Uh, he is part of an Austrian production of Miss Saigon. So going back into theater, uh, which is what he was doing uh, prior to Eurovision. Mean Greece. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't think... Vin- specifically Vincent Bueno in Greece. Yes. So... <laughs> uh, and then uh, Rafal, uh, Poland, still doing the hosting thing. He'll be fine. He's Polish Ryan Seacrest. He doesn't say no to a gig. Nope. Nope. So... <laughs> Moldova, Natalia Gordienko has released High Heels and seems to be moving into that Real Housewives music single lane, which... Honestly, like that's that's there's a market for that. Get that money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, has Philip Kirkorov moved on to whoever his protege is for next year? He's been announcing plans. The press release <laughs> also makes it sound like threats. So. Oh, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was about to say, but my plans do you mean threats? Because yeah, yeah they, I will release one single every hour <laughs> until my demands until are met. My demands so. are met. <laughs> Iceland, Dafi Freer is having a heck of a year. Uh, he had he and his wife had their second child. Uh, he's working on an album for 2022. He did a live stream for the launch of Psychonauts 2, which is very exciting. Uh, and he has a sold out US tour happening in March, assuming we are allowed to go outside in March. Yeah, <laughs> I would like I would like to use those tickets, especially because his UK tour looked like a lot of fun. And he was he had heights as his opening act. And they were inadvertently my top uh, song on Spotify this year. Oh really? Yeah, like that one snuck up on me, but I did listen to it a lot, and oh, I was nice. like, I was very, I'm, I'm still, ho- I'm holding that hope because that would be a great twofer. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Serbia's hurricane. The security certificate on your website is out of date as of 16 days ago, as we are recording. You should really have your web host look into that. Mm. I assume this is for international security reasons that you're doing busy spy things, which is why you haven't done it. But also, you should look into that. It's serious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Euro what we care. about about your web infrastructure. Yes, so the next three participants, uh, Georgia's Tornike Kipiani, Albania's Angela Peristeri, and Portugal's Black Mamba, we weren't able to find anything. I presume they're doing stuff. I, uh, I, I assume they're fine. Tornike hasn't posted anything on Instagram since the contest. Uh, Angela was posting some stuff in support of, of their junior Eurovision entry, Go Albania, Albanians supporting Albanians. Yeah, and I think uh, Black Mamba's uh, just been touring... Doing They're doing real thing. music, so, Mike. I guess, yes. <laughs> so uh, everybody's working, you know. Victoria uh, from Bulgaria, she won season three of The Masked Singer. Her costume was Miss. Am, am I? I have I have not actually watched the video, but just because I'm kind of burnt out on Masked Singer, am I going to re- regret clicking this link? Um, no, it's not a creepy costume. It's just I'm, I'm not sure what Miss is supposed to mean, but uh, yeah, I mean she's having fun with it. Uh, really good performance. I believe this one is Purple Rain that I have linked in the notes. Yes, it uh, is. Which okay, yeah, no, the costume is just sort of abstract. Yeah, abstract lady. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, congratulations on that. Finland's Blind Channel, uh, their fourth studio album is due out in the spring. And uh, yeah, the, they did a little bit of business on the rock charts, and yeah, they're they're totally going to be fine. So yes, uh, with with Latvia, uh, the queen of the Instagram sponsorships is coming. She's getting so many in- Instagram sponsorship dollars. Like she is living her best life. She is getting. She is doing posts for Magnum ice cream, uh, various nutritional supplements that I question just because it's Instagram. But she's also the spokesperson for Roomba of Latvia and recently posted a beautiful photo next to her Christmas tree in green velvet pajamas with not one, but two Roombas. I love that photo so much. 
right now it is my lock screen on my phone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's just... She's living her best life. She's holding one of the Roombas, or possibly a third Roomba. I don't know. It's it's, it's very festive. I'm. <laughs> Is there a Real Housewives of Riga? Because she should be on it. What do you think her tagline would be? Something with still breathing, and then just the the clip is her just like twirling in one of the fringe outfits. I'm still breathing, but you are gagging. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Real Housewives. No, so neither, I have no neither idea. do I. That's why that was, I was, <laughs> I'm just I'm just sort of culturally aware of it as a program mm-hmm. of, of just like just the concept of throwing wine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what she should sponsor next. It's just like the Samantha brand of of Latvian throwing wine. Oh yeah, when you, when oh. you want to throw when you want to throw the best. Yeah, connect with Mans. Like he's he's oh, got his yeah, wine duh. line going. Sure, surely there's like a rosé uh, that they can collab on. Uh, well, yes, and like also like celebrity branded alcohol. Like it's so quick to make. Mm-hmm. It's it's like the easiest branding opportunity. Everybody, everybody, get on this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're just giving these ideas away for free. Uh-huh. We, coming, we really well, no, stop. coming to you in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what Cabernet. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Switzerland. John's Tears. Uh, one best Swiss artist at the MTV Europe Awards. Where I, I see something like that, and I'm like, is that sort of like the MTV Europe Awards? Is that like one of the non-televised ones? Or like there's a bunch of the Grammys that happen at like 2 p.m.? Oh, no, this one's a big deal. Usually the people who design the stage for the MTVEs, like they also design Eurovision stage. Like it, it is a major mm-hmm. event. Yes. Uh, and then he competed on The Voice All-Stars in France. Uh, and then Denmark's Firo Klam uh, released their debut album in August, and it reached number one in Denmark. Uh, I have listened to that in a bunch. I enjoyed it. If you like their song from Eurovision this year, you will like the album. It's just very 80s-inflected pop. We're now into the auto-qualifiers. So France, uh, Barbara Pravi, her debut album reached number six on the French charts. And uh, she compete. Uh, she, she did not compete recently. She performed recently at the Junior Eurovision Song Contest, and uh, yeah, gave a really good performance of "Voila." Uh, Germany's Gendrick. Yeah, he had kind of a rough go after Eurovision. Did did not handle the null point all that well, and um, yeah, uh, it, checking out his Instagram has just kind of done a lot of self reflection, and uh, it's just kind of working on stuff right now. I'm hopeful to see what comes next for italy monoskin they're they're doing okay Uh, we've already discussed they'll be fine (laughs) uh let's see so spain uh blas canto i am happy to report as we record is still the number one blas according to famousbirthdays.com just just for the record there are other blases on famousbirthdays.com blas perez the soccer player is number two hmm for the UK, James Newman, uh, he's still writing songs. He's having a great time. He's doing a Wim Hof breathing course, which mm. if you watch the video from My Last Breath, that's that's the breathing guy from that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like I thought that was super interesting when I was looking to what's James Newman doing this year. Hmm. But no, he's having a great he's having a great time. He's a songwriter. He's doing what he's do, he's practicing his craft. Excellent. Uh, and then Jangu is releasing singles and touring in the Netherlands as well. So like he's having a great time. That is the end of of the the class of 2021. We have gotten through all the names. Everyone has re- has received their diplomas. Everybody's thrown their mortarboards. Up yeah, in throwing the air. their mortarboards in the air. Ah, oh, so that was 2021. What a weird, weird year. But yes, I think it was. We were still able to find a lot of delight 
in it, mm-hmm. despite the challenging circumstances. And yeah, I'm very excited for what 2022 is going to look like. Yeah, it feels like Europe is excited in general. And like, I don't know if it was just something with this year's contest that sort of like relit a fire, but like, it just feels like everybody's very excited about the state of Eurovision and the state of Euro- of European pop. Mm-hmm. There's going to be so much to be excited about over the next few months yes but but first we're going to take a couple weeks of rest and come back refreshed and renewed and then we will look at like all 32 wonderful entries that will have been announced since we left it's going to be a busy spring but i I think we're up for the challenge yeah (laughs) (sighs) well that's going to do it for this episode of the euro what thanks for listening the euro what podcast is hosted by ben smith that's me and mike mccomb that's me. Show notes are in the description of this episode and on our website at eurowhat.com. If you'd like to contact us, we're at eurowhat on Twitter, or you can email eurowhatpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the Eurowhat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcast app of your choice. If you'd like to support the show, we are also on Patreon at patreon.com slash eurowhat. Uh, the Eurowhat will be back the week of January 3rd with weekly episodes as we try to make sense of everything that's happening with Eurovision 2022. Have a safe and happy new year.